0: Come on in, everybody. Come on in. Come on in. It is the beginning of Survivor 45, uh, Survivor Now's coverage of Survivor 45, 45. that is. And today we are here to break down the entire cast, which got officially released a week ago. I believe it was a week ago at this point. Uh, I do feel like we're a little—we kind of have insight because a lot of us knew— who was gonna be on the cast? Maybe a few of us have met some of them before. So we kind of have a little, a little, you know, edge on the game, edge on the competition when it comes to the podcasting world. But we have so much to talk about. As always, we're gonna be making our predictions. Today I am joined by my wonderful co-analyst. First off, Abraham from season 41. Abraham, welcome back to Survivor Hello. Coverage. I mean, you did it all summer, but welcome back.
1: Look, it's no no better place to be in September than doing Survivor. So let's get to it. We got a whole new cast, a whole new adventure. See what changes this season. You know, I got to give Survivor credit. They've capitalized on their mistakes. They've made changes. I'm just excited to see what are the previous four seasons going to bring to season 45. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want to see anything new that's just like we're just trying to try it on you. I want to see something that's been washed out. If we do the birdcage again, I want to see some pterodactyls. I want to see some flying. <laughs> That's the way know, to say it.
2: Okay, so
0: Ab- Abraham wants dinosaurs this season is exactly what Abraham's looking for. I mean, it just, it just keeps getting better. And Teg with Abraham won't understand this because he lives in Texas where it's 100 degrees the entirety of the, of the year. Yep. But for you and me, I'm in Indiana. You're in New York. There's two things at this time that kind of tells you that fall is upon us. The weather starts to cool down drastically and very suddenly, and we're getting ready for another survivor season. How are you doing today?
2: I'm so stoked. I'm so excited. It is like, to me, I know survivors in the spring and in the fall, but like, I know that fall summer is like winding down and fall is here. And when survivor is like here and I'm so stoked to talk about it as always with you both. Um, I am just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the moon right now. I can't wait. <laughs> Things are falling over my house. All good.
0: <laughs> That's how excited. She is. I know. <laughs> no, like, okay. I got to tell you guys before we get into, I have some stuff to talk about really, really quick before we get into covering this, entire cast of 18 players uh but i feel very good this year i'm wearing my survivor kind of hawaiian shirt i feel super confident that this is the year that i pick a winner and that winner actually wins or makes it to the final at least i feel Um, that confident for the
1: fans do not follow randy's selection no he has not been successful in four straight seasons. So I don't know if five is going to get him, in, get him over the hump, but you, you probably look at me in Ted worth picks and be like, mm, it's a little more solid. So I ain't saying Randy won't pick a winner. I just can't tell you what season. That's all.
0: Yeah. Let's see who gets the Randy curse this season. I apologize so far. Every time I say someone wins, they, they struggle. So, so let's see how I do. But before we get into the actual cast assessment, just a few sure. things for you guys. Our, uh, kind of membership tier list is no more so all this is going to be coming to you guys for free but you can still support the channel make sure to like the videos subscribe to us share it to your friends your fellow survivor viewers Um, that really helps us grow as a channel overall Obviously, check us out on Spotify as well. Leave us a rating. That also helps us out. Check out our website, SurvivorNowPodcast.com. I told you guys on Instagram that we had some exciting news today. We are officially live on Twitch for the first time this season. We have a Twitch channel. So if you'd rather watch us there, you can check us out. And then some other big news. Last season, we partnered up with Bracketology to bring you kind of a mergatory competition in a sense. The second half of the year, you could play Survivor Fantasy. Every week, I would do a fantasy show giving you guys advice on who you should pick. Let me just say, I won last season. So if you're not listening to me, get on over there and listen to my picks. And Tegwith, I believe, came in the top five, if not top three.
2: I, if I remember correctly, I was third. I was pretty proud of myself on that because uh, I am famously bad at fantasy survivor. So uh, <laughs> very happy that I ended up doing well last season. <laughs>
0: well, l- well, hopefully you do well again because it gets even better this year. We are partner partnering up with them once again, and we have even more fantasy gifts for you guys. We gave away a gift package last year on our Facebook fantasy contest well that is no more and we are officially moving over to bracketology full-time this season and let me tell you guys some of the gifts we have available so if you win you get a cameo from your favorite player from this season (laughs) if you can win the fantasy competition if you finish second it, it just gets better honestly some people might rather finish second You get a custom pop from Todd Herzog of your favorite player this season. No way. If you finish second. We got some other gifts. There's going to be some signed pictures from your favorite analysts as well um, if you get a top 10 finish, and we have even more that are in the works. Plus, Bracketology also said if you finish, if you're one of the top finishers, they will throw in some merch as well. So we have some big gift packages this season. You got to get in on this competition. That's Listen, there's, there's no link yet because I haven't set it up, but once they set it up, We will get that link out for you guys so you can join. You got to join before the season. It is really easy to play. You pick your team every week of three to five castaways and they get points based off how they do in the episode. It is super fun and I can't wait. So this is a huge partnership we got going on for season 45 as the channel. Like I said, like the videos share, it helps the channel grow. We can bring you guys even more content. Um, Let's, Before we get in, J.E., hey, all, this season of the new era, let's go. What's going on, Jay? (laughs) It has been getting better and better. He also said, well, Randy is clearly going to pick Brandon because of the Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) You might be right. (laughs) You might be right. Okay, let's get into this. We've got so many people to cover. And unlike usual cast assessments, we would prefer not for this not to be like two hours long. So let's get right into this. First up, we have Austin, Austin. I have the name, full name up, Austin Lee Kuhn. I'm going to mispronounce some of the names today as well. 26 years old, born in San Jose, California, currently resides in Chicago, Illinois, Chicago, and currently he is a grad student. So I'll start us off here for Austin. I put high energy, fun, maybe a bit at times, and that's, In a good way, coming from me, a super energetic person. You can come off really strong, sometimes a little too outgoing. And this guy is super nice. I've met him. He seems like an incredible dude. Um, He compared himself. This is another fun thing. I got all of this information from uh, people or wherever I was reading the bios this morning. They all compared themselves to a player. So we're going to get some fun comparisons in this video. He compared himself to Owen, which we all love Owen. I mean, robbed a zero vote finalist that should at least gotten a few votes. And I feel like Austin's going to be incredible at challenges. I feel like he's going to be a challenge beast this season. He's very athletic. I have high hopes for Austin personally, but I say personally and high hopes because I think he's going to come off a little bit too much. I think he could be seen as a physical threat early on. I think he could be a person who talks himself into getting voted off. So, I mean, Jay's right here. Austin is a triple threat. But my fear is it's a little too much early on. I've got Austin going pre-merge. And that kills me. Right off the bat with a hot take, I think Austin goes pre-merge. But I do think it's going to be like right before the merge. I think with the new era, we've seen a lot of players get screwed out of the game with some twists, especially Mm -hmm. around that... Murgatory area of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Austin could be someone who gets screwed because of the merjatory twist this season. So, I mean, yeah. Teg with
2: some strong reactions coming from you. What <laughs> disagree about? I, Austin? I disagree. I don't know. I really like, so I don't know if you said this earlier, but um, in the entertainment weekly thing, one of the things he said was the three things he said about himself were ambitious, sweet and clumsy. And I feel like clumsy is a very, um, uh you kind of know yourself well if you're like yeah what's one of the three things to describe me clumsy i feel like that is somebody who knows themselves knows how maybe other people see him and then can like use that to his advantage in his social game um and then i feel like ambitious and sweet are such a good combination of words to use it's not somebody who's like ambitious driven and whatever. Ambitious and sweet kind of balance each other out. So I feel like we might see a pretty good social game from Austin, which I feel like maybe could save him through. And I think he's going to be kind of mid merge range. I, when we did Australians for every Co- coverage, I like ranked people. And just so everyone knows, I go into these without. Mm-hmm like having the placements beforehand. I think it's more fun. I think it gets a little bit, you know, <laughs> my takes <laughs> get a little bit weirder. Um, so I love it. <laughs> just know this. Uh, but I think he's going to be post merge, but I think he's going to be maybe like in that five, six range, like coming in hmm. fifth or sixth. So I'm going to just say six just to play it safe. Um But I definitely think he's going to make it to the merge
0: iconic place to finish i mean if you're one of those like if you're the fifth place sixth place finisher we've seen some iconic players finish in those positions the last couple of years abraham which side are you leaning on with austin here
1: first of all I like austin austin comes with a lot of energy here's the one thing i like about austin austin has walked on both sides of the circle introvert and extrovert so that allows for him to be able to play with any player in the game of season 45 the people that are considered or identified as nerds, the people that are identified as outgoing, he can be on both sides. He went through a transformation as a kid into an adult, into a man, and now he's going to come to put it on display on Survivor. I think he has the right mixture to definitely make it to the merge. I don't think we're going to find where he's going to be so overbearing or so over the top. We saw we saw Danny last season. If he'd have kind of tweaked a couple things in his game, we could have been looking at Danny as season 44 winner. But he went in there with he went in there just two guns ablazing. Where I think I'm gonna go. Austin has that temperament where he can get through the game and he can bring his past life to help him out to be able to have a social game with anybody on his tribe. And if he can kind of say, you know what, I know I might be a physical threat, which which is crazy because if you're not physical at some point in the game, guess what? You get voted out because your tribe loses. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for the physical players to try to maintain that edge. But you gotta know when to pull it back. So I think he has enough of an even balance. Austin is actually he in my top three. So wow, well, right off the bat. He, 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 can, he can he can get to the top three. I think he just has that balance because he says he was an extrovert and then he understands what the introvert world looks like. So I think that balance is what he's gonna need, especially as we go through more of the cast and we see their personalities. I think he's just a good fit with any tribe. We'll just see how he's going to kick off. But I, he definitely has the energy to win Survivor. So mm-hmm. he's definitely in my top three.
0: As yep. always, I am the person who is on the outs. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think, Jay, who has been active. Thank you for keeping the chat active, Jay. Um, I have him making the end game, fifth to eighth place. Hey. So agreeing with you, Teg, with. I mean, yeah, I am definitely on the outs. Well, let's keep it rolling here with our next castaway, D, Valadores, which are Valadair's. I might, sorry, if I put your last name, uh, she, okay. This is how I see D I see her as a nicer Abby Marie. (laughs) She's got that. (laughs) Do we, do we see what I'm saying? She's got that Cuban attitude. She's from Cuba. Um, she's compassionate. She compared herself to Jesse and Tony, two very blunt, strong players mm. to be comparing yourself to. That's how I see her. Um, but because of that, you know, the thing about Abby Marie is she had an attitude. She had that. She literally said in her bio, uh, I'm talking about D here, that she's fiery. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Abby Marie is she was fiery, but still did very well at Survivor. She made it pretty mm-hmm. far pretty much every time she played, so it didn't really hinder her. And I think what really hurt Abby in her seasons is that she could never draw it back. She was always fiery. I think this is someone who could draw it back when she needs to. Mm-hmm. I think D has a very strong mm-hmm. chance to make it far in this game and I have her making the merge. I do think D is going to make the merge. Uh, Abraham, I'll go to you next for D. What are we thinking? D
1: get D get put out <laughs> pre-merge. <laughs> She's out.
0: <laughs> Why? What what's your reasoning
1: about, here's her the thing about it going is going out pre-merge? Here, here's when you come in to, to the game of survivor, you give the you give the speech, I'm a I have a fiery and I'm passionate. There's nothing wrong with that. Problem is, can you contain the fire? Can you contain the passion? Here is the biggest problem with most people that pay Survivor. Can you get out of your own way? Can she get out of her own way in those first few days? not to piss anybody off or overplay let the game come to you that is going to be the mark right now for d can she let the game come to her now she can let the game come to her she'll make it to merge but right now i'm looking at her getting in there want to set dominance let people know she can get it done and if we go back to Tony, Tony got voted out too. So mm-hmm. this ain't to, you know, and you're dealing with so many dynamics and personalities in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Can you get dialed into how to play your game quick enough where your own personality doesn't get in your way? So that's why I see D. If she can get past her own self and she said she's done a startup business herself, she has the capability, but she's also 26 dealing with people that are from diverse backgrounds. Mm-hmm. diverse personalities and add everything else in there, the elements, the note, the lack of food, the lack of sleep. Can she manage all that stuff? So if she can manage that, I'll put her past merge right now. I don't think she's going to make a past pre-merge.
0: Ooh, Tagwith, you're the tiebreaker here. Where, where right. does D end
2: up? So here's the thing. I honestly think, like most people on Survivor, it really depends on the tribe she is on. She's a very so she does CrossFit, she's run marathons, uh, she likes to be outdoors. She has all of this stuff going for her. For her, uh, and I, I think that she's going to be seen as a very strong competitor, female specifically female competitor on a tribe. Right, so if she is on a tribe that is, say, like like had kind of how Franny was last year. Franny was very strong on her tribe. She Mm. helped a lot. So if she's on a tribe, I think where you know she is, they're they're winning, and she can seen she can be seen as somebody who's like a part of them winning. I think that she will make it, you know, pretty far. Um, I that's so that is that's the thing here. I that's why i kind of am thinking like right around the merge so i was thinking maybe somebody in the same vein as like uh who was it josh last season who was the mergatory boot um or right around there so i'm kind of thinking that for d and i honestly really think that her game is going to be maybe not focused on the physical but i think it's going to be a part of it definitely um like I like everyone's game is obviously um but I I don't know I'm just thinking that that's going to be a part of it doing CrossFit is like huge like Mm -hmm. Natalie Anderson Natalie Anderson yeah Natalie Anderson is like super big on CrossFit and it helped her tremendously on Survivor um so I don't know so I'm thinking so I'm doing my numbers right so Mm. let's say I say she makes it in I'm going to say right in the middle like ninth plate like yeah nine voted out ninth With, I'm convinced that
0: I'm convinced you have Ryan in the other room just acting as Jay because he agrees. I have no idea where to place her. So I'm gonna place her going out in the <laughs> middle of the game around ninth place. That is back to back times. That Jay has like perfectly agreed with you.
2: This Jay, time he did it before. <laughs> get out uh, of my head.
0: Yeah, I'm convinced it's just Ryan in the other room right now. That is her <laughs> boyfriend, everyone, who who might be confused at that joke. All right. Next next person we got, I think you could argue this guy is the preseason favorite among a lot of the fans. So we have uh, Brandon Dolan. He's 26 years old, uh, was born in Sickleville, New Jersey, which he is still there. He is a content producer. Three w- words to describe him. Empathetic, inquisitive, relatable. Uh, Tegworth, why don't you start us off? Because – Brandon is, I think just like all of us, we're all super fans, but Brandon mm-hmm. puts super, fa- super fans to shame. If you look at some of his Twitter uh, or sorry, some of his tweets that he's put out trying to get on the show, the, the steps he's taken, we've seen a lot of like his buildup to finally getting on the show and he genuinely looks so excited to be out there, yeah.
2: which worries me. <laughs> I would be worried if I, if I were doing this cast assessment and I was going out there, I would be like, oof, she likes Survivor too much. This is going to be, this is going to be a little bit of a problem. Um, <laughs> one thing I like, I find it really interesting. He compared himself to, he wishes he was Mike White. Maybe he didn't compare himself to Mike White, but he wishes he was Mike White. Mike White has one of those games that is like, I think is probably one of the best games that we really haven't as viewers didn't really get to see as much. The things that the people on his cast say about his game is so complimentary uh, and so amazing. And I would really, you know, if he plays a game like Mike white, I am so here for it on side note on this. Um, when the cast officially gets announced, that's when I, I don't follow people who are on survivor until after the cast officially gets announced. So I do like a big major follow throughout all of my things. And on TikTok, I went to go, I went to go follow him and it said, follow back. And I went, okay. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: So she's got a little favoritism going on here.
2: <laughs> um, I, yes, I do. But I am worried about how excited he is. Cause I, you know, I see it in myself. But because of that, Mike White, it's kind of like balancing it out for me. So I am going to say he's going to make it to the merge, but I'm going to say he's an early merge boot. So I'm going to have him going out 11th, which would put him in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eighth place. Seventh, eighth place is where I'm thinking. Um, Just, but here's actually a contradiction. I'm going back on what I just said, because I think the excitement would wear off. So I don't think that would be a problem. So I'm gonna say he makes it a little bit further than that. I'm sorry. I'm thinking I think he's, he's gonna come in I'm gonna say fifth.
1: Oh my oh wait a minute uh, you're talking about fifth overall?
2: Fifth overall. You Jay so, was
0: kind of not agreeing with you until you said that. And then he had he had him finishing fourth oh. in, in in the comments. So again, close. Um I he's obviously a huge super fan. He's very easy to root for. He's likable. You can form that connection. Like anyone who is sitting at home and is addicted to Survivor, you can connect with the energy that this guy gives off. He's Mm -hmm. very comparable in that sense. Um, You brought up Mike White. He also said he wants to do well like other writers who have gone on the show, bringing up uh, David Wright, Cochran, Penner. Um, I never thought of it like that, that writers have done actually pretty well on Survivor if you look at the grand scheme of things. Um, also, he's very compassionate about pay teachers more. So I just had to throw that, that out there. Yes, preach. Um, I agree. I think he does make the merge. I think he's got enough going for him to make the merge. I'm worried for the exact same reasons you are, Tegwith. Um, a lot of times, super fans, and I mean like super, super fans can overplay. So I'm a little worried about that. But I do think he can make the merge. I just don't think he's going to make it far once he makes the merge. Abraham, which side of things are you on?
1: <laughs> Here's, I, want every, I want all the fans to remember now, we make these picks based off of information provided by the cast themselves. You provide us information, we go through it, we look at it um some of the people we had an opportunity to say hey how you doing but ultimately his bio says how much stuff he hates <laughs> and dislikes mm-hmm. and he doesn't like grown men with snapchat he, he doesn't like people that says hi when he really wants something abraham I mean, do nap- you
0: have a snapchat no <laughs> 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 snapchat, man. first of all
1: anyway that's that, that was a trap no i do not um <laughs> speaking of snapchat uh <laughs> derailment right there i just think that he's going to overplay himself mm. i think that he has the energy to play survivor i don't think he has like i think his temperament's going to get in the way because you got to always remember here's the thing there's a difference between playing survivor sitting at home on the couch mm-hmm. and actually being in fiji going through the preparation before day one kicks off mm-hmm. before you see that first episode and it kicks off there's a lot of stuff that goes into survivor that's going to make you Question yourself, question your abilities, question the person next to you because you never met them. You don't know them. You don't know how to come at them. And he just has so many things that he doesn't like. He said, I hate tabletop games. So how are you going to talk to somebody who loves tabletop games? you you got to be adaptable. So I said, you know what? I got him going on a pre-merge. The only way he makes it to merge, if he can adapt against himself, because he has so many little things that he doesn't like. Now, if you want to look at the Cochran's, the David Wright, we've already seen them play. So we know how they play. Mm-hmm. And they're a little older, too. So they went into the game in a different perspective on how to play. You know, David Wright was a he was a quiet, nerdy little dude, but he was he was scrappy. You know, Cochran was calculated. You know, Pinner was an older player. So his whole approach and he was a different type of survivor at that time. He has to be able to deal with himself first. Before he can deal with anybody else, and only because of what he put in his bio. If he is his bio, he's out a merge. Pre merge, he's gone. Let me write him down.
0: <laughs> okay, he's Abraham, of- I hope you're wrong because that kills me. That honestly, like, if he doesn't at least make the merge as a fellow, like, survivor nerd who eats, sleeps, and breathes survivor, my heart <laughs> will break for him if he doesn't at least make the merge.
1: But Hold on. This- he said, I feel like I give a big, big. Big top game energy. I'd rather get a root canal than play, uh, I don't even know, uh, Catan. I love love Catan. What are you talking about?
0: I'm a Catan
1: player. When I go to Brad's house, look here, shout out for my man Brad from season 41. When I go to his house, me and his whole family, we play Catan every time. Don't worry, like, everybody. No I will I
0: will I will fact check Abraham once this podcast goes off the air. <laughs> I just can't simply believe that. Uh, our next person is a Tegwith winner, if I've ever seen one. Like I'm interested to see where she put uh, Emily Flippin, 28 years old from McKinney, Texas. She currently resides in Laurel, Maryland, I believe. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Occupation investment analyst. She's direct, genuine, and aggressive. Uh, I'll start us off on this one. She's not going to take any BS. I'll say it Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I think she's going to have, okay. She could rub players the wrong way. And I'm not just making that assumption. This girl compared herself to chaos Cass. Mm -hmm. That is a big thing to be saying. Um, Also, I think she can make her own mistakes in this game. Abraham, you talked about someone who hates everything. Emily hates everything. Her pet peeves, nearly everything. This is a quote, and I quote, you name it and it probably irritates me. I'm not really also, and I quote, I'm not religious, but but I am guided by my own very strict sense of right and wrong. This screams to me as someone, I think Emily is a lovely person. I think outside of the game, she is amazing to hang out with. But this is someone who I think can be a little fiery, have a little bit of attitude. I don't think she's going to take anybody's BS. You lie to her, you're going to hear about it, is basically what I'm saying. I could see her blowing up someone's game just out of spite. That's what I'm worried with Emily going into this game. And for that reason, I put, and a lock, I put a lock symbol next to this. I think she is for sure going out pre-merge. I think she's going to get on somebody's nerves. I think there's going to be a confrontation. This is an old survivor, so I'm not saying like a fight or a dumping of the rice or anything like that. but I do think there's going to be a very big disagreement between Emily and other players when i mm-hmm. said when I said tag with winner, I wasn't talking about like the type of person she actually is. I was talking more about like. Kind of the look of her. Like if I looked at this picture, I could see Tegwa saying that's my winner pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Abraham, I'll, I'll go to you before I get to Teg with because I am interested to hear her thoughts. What are you thinking about Emily? Um, Jay agrees with me. I agree, Randy. Locked in pre-merger. Um, her tribe is not built for personalities, so she's definitely pre-merged. I'm very worried about Emily. She's mm-hmm. got to control it.
1: If, if they lose in the first challenge, Emily is the first person out. Oh She's I got hurt. She's the first book. and Here's the thing about it is you provide it. So backstory. We provide this information about ourselves. You sometimes you gotta sit down and be like, okay, what do I really want people to know about me? Mm-hmm. Because that's what the that's what we're gonna judge you on. We don't know you, we probably haven't met you. You're probably the greatest person to meet in person. You're probably just a genuine person, and you have these attributes in your life. But we're playing the game of survivor, so let's get to the real. Mm-hmm. If that personality presents itself. In the first couple of days, and you losing you lost a challenge, she's the very first boot. I mean, she's
0: like that, like that's just her and her everyday life. We're talking about on an island, you're gonna be starving, you're you're gonna be sleep deprived, you're going to be cranky. People say when you go on survivor, you sometimes meet your true self because you don't have all the goods of food right. and and shelter and stuff, you know, kind of sheltering you in place. Tegwith, are you with Abraham and I? Abraham says first out. I think she could be one of the first three out. She's not my first, but where are you at on this spectrum?
2: Yeah, so let me start with saying, I think the, I typically go off of this by the three words to describe you. So when... Um, when we were doing this last year and I was looking at Maddie, uh, Pamela's, uh, one, one of the words she described herself was feral. And I was like, yeah, I, I love her. She's amazing. She's like, (laughs) she's going to go, she's going to win, like win the whole thing essentially is what I said. Um, unfortunately that didn't happen and robbed, robbed goddess. Um, uh, but I, uh, That is something that I really go off of. So her three words are direct, genuine, and aggressive. So I like those three words. Sorry, my cat's playing with this toy and really messing with me. Um, uh, So those three words I find, when I was talking a little bit earlier about Austin, I thought his words really balanced each other out, right? So they were a little bit more balanced. Here, I'm worried about the two, direct and aggressive. I feel like those go a little bit... They work together to be kind of the same thing and could be not so great for her in the long run i will say though i like that what she said she says the question was what will you why will you be the sole survivor and her answer is i lack a lot of the traditional qualities that make a good survivor player i'm out of shape i don't really like the outdoors and people can find me off putting which is why which is (laughs) exactly why they'll never see me coming that's what she said um so i kind of love that take of like which is why they will never never see me coming oh my god he is freaking out over here
0: <laughs> he's Nash. just so happy for survivor he's so about he's ex-
2: Emma.
1: no he's like don't, don't don't try to put her past pre-merge don't do it <laughs>
2: So what I think is going to happen is I do think that she is going to be maybe pre-merge. But the thing is, is I think if she makes it past the first couple of votes, I think that she can go very, very far and maybe come in second. But that's not, I'm not going to lock her in in the final three. I'm going to say that she is going to go pre-merge, but I'm worried that... You know, because I'm worried about those first couple of days. Uh, I feel like uh, that's where it's really going to be make or break for her. But I think if she can make it through those first three days, I think she's going to go really, really far. Um, but I'm locking her in at third boot. Which, so we... Um, pre-merge, look, all pre pre-merge. I was going to say,
0: we all agree for the first time in this video.
2: And I also want to say, Emily, third boot is how where I see myself going. So this is what? kind of like... <clears throat> This don't even
1: talk like, no, 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 we're not gonna talk like that. No, no, when me Randy, <laughs> hey, when me and Randy do your ranking, then you can come back to me and Randy and be like, Abraham was right, Randy was wrong, Ted would wins. We're not doing that. No, we're not, oh,
2: so, I just, it's it's a kind of an ongoing joke in my life. So, Emily, this is uh, almost like an honor uh, for from me. So, you're welcome, I guess. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, Cla- just I'm just kidding.
0: Following in Claire's footsteps, another robbed queen, or was she fourth out? No, I think she was third.
2: Depending on whether or not we see mm. Count Bruce, I think she's third and or fourth.
0: <laughs> the cat can't wait to play. I no. mean, the, the, yeah, we got to get the cat out there. Let's go on to our next castaway here. So we have Brando Meyer, 23 years old, from Oak Park, California, currently resides in Seattle, Washington. He's a software developer. His three words to describe him. Curious, clever. And motivated, also a huge baseball fan. Abraham, you haven't started us off yet. So start us off with Brando Meyer here.
1: Well, you know, the IT people I have an infinity for. You know, again, I, I love IT people. I'm an IT guy. So, you a know, a bias. <laughs> you know, a bias on IT. I think that we're going to see the cleverness of his game come in there. I think he's going to be clever enough where he can kind of, the first half of the game, he can kind of just, I don't want to say just kind of just ride through it. I think he can get through the first half of the game by just being supportive, being being that guy that's just not making too many ways, play that type of game. Then I think in the second half of the game, because I got him going past the merge, I think that's where he's going to either have to make some decisions to set himself apart so he has a chance to win Survivor. But I definitely think he's going to make it past the merge. And I think he's just kind of going to go through, not make a lot of ways and try to make the right connection. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see. Let's see how clever he is. Let's 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 see if he lives up to his three-word description of clever. I think that his background and his ability to be able to deal with different situations, I think it's going to come in handy. But we're going to see. I, I like him as a player. I think he's going to be an interesting player. And I just want to see how he gets past the first half of the game of Survivor. So I got him as pre-merge. He's not going out. He's going to make the merge.
0: Well, Chris says, is that Carson's brother? And then Je said Brando, aka Carson 2.0. He even said on Twitter that he practiced puzzles beforehand. Maybe, maybe. Okay, tag with what? What's your opinion? Are you going with yeah, Abraham? He makes the merge here.
2: Um, I honestly have a a little bit of a feeling that this is go, he's maybe going to go out a little bit earlier than that. Um, and I I don't know. There's something about. And for me, I, and this, I'm I'm being a bro- broken record. It always goes back to the tribe, right? That's obvious. Yeah. I and I. Somebody said it in the comments. Hey, man, we're not doing that. Sorry. <laughs> um, going back to the comments, somebody said he's a bit like Zach, crossed with Carson. Um, and oh, Chris said that. Yep. Um, and I do kind of see that Zach. Um, I don't know if you're watching Big Brother, right? Like Corey is obviously like Zach because he's his brother, um, and Zach was first boot uh, off of his season. So I and I did see that when I saw this, and I and I and I was watching like or reading all of this. I was I was pick, kind of picturing a little bit of Zach, um, which makes me slightly nervous for him. Not because Zach isn't great. Love Zach. Love him. Love him. Um, but I I do think that he's going to go slightly early, and I had him going out fifth
0: wow that kind of shocks me yeah Uh, we're gonna we're gonna disagree i definitely respect this guy's shirt game yeah uh he's a very smart kid am i allowed to start calling people kid now i turned 26 in january am i allowed to call people kid (laughs) no oh well Oh well. i'm gonna do i'm sticking with it he's a smart kid uh he ran three miles every night so he's cardio driven Mm -hmm. um i think he could be more athletic than people think like when you first see him on the island you're probably gonna think Carson nerdy type everything Carson was I still don't know if he was that athletic even though he looked athletic I think this is a guy who could be really good at the endurance challenges and a little bit more athletic than Carson was um compared himself to David Wright he would like to play like Yao Man which I love that Yao Man shout out thank you um I think this guy's a sneaky pick to win. Mm. He's not he's not my winner pick. Okay. I have him in the final three, but I think that the top three?
2: Okay.
1: We lost Uh-oh. Randy for a high second, second. He's back. Uh-oh. Top three.
2: We're, we're 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 we've got a cliffhanger. He's got it in final three. Well, I also just want to say while we're uh waiting on finding finding out what Randy's gonna say. I didn't say his three words and I got to make sure everyone knows the three words. So he, his three words to describe himself are curious, clever and motivated. So I'm worried that those are too similar. You know what I mean? They're like, Oh, is he back?
1: Am I back? back. I think think that's good for trying to look for, look for idols. The curiosity part. I just, I think he has a good balance. I just think he has a good balance. We see the sports size balance. We see his grandfather's influence on him. Mm-hmm. I just think he has a good balance. And again, we're looking at the write-up on individuals. It's it just seem like he has a good balance to kind of make it through that first half. Mm-hmm. People have to understand Survivor to me is played in two parts: pre-merge and merge. Mm-hmm. Everything that's destructive is going to happen in the pre-merge part because you got to get readjusted to the game. You got to get readjusted to the people. You got to get readjusted to the environment. Mm-hmm. I pray for rain every day. I got voted out. So um, that was just me. So you got to get readjusted and you don't have a lot of time. I just think that he may have the balance to do it. So yeah. that's going to be interesting. And I think frustration is something that he may be able to overcome as a software developer. There are plenty of things that make you frustrated in the IT world trying to get something done. So I, I just like him. I think he's a good thing. I don't give any credit to anybody else. But if somebody else shows up with a 3D puzzle that they did at home, I'm done with Survivor. Do not call <laughs> me for season 46. Well, I'm done. I'm not I'm not covering it. I'm not talking about US anymore because creativity is first. gone. You're Great you're TV's definitely wrong.
0: you're definitely gonna see someone, Abraham. So you might as well you might as well be mad at it. It's gonna happen. Did you guys hear my prediction or did I cut off? No, we were well, you left then? on a
2: cliffhanger.
0: Oh yeah, so sorry everyone. I've been dealing with I don't know what it is, internet issues for the past week or whatever. So I'm trying to figure that out before the season starts. But um, anyways, I think he's a sneaky pick to win, and but he's not my winner pick. I have him in the final three. I think he's definitely going to make it far into the game. I feel confident about that. Um, But let's go ahead and move on here to uh, Hannah Rose. Sorry, I didn't get down to her information. 33 years old from Woodbridge, Connecticut. Um, Current residence, Baltimore City, Maryland. She is a therapist. Three words to describe herself. Enthusiastic, passionate, and authentic. Um, Here's my fear about Hannah. She deleted her Instagram, as far as I know. Because I was going through to tag everybody. And I get everyone's social medias from True Dork Times. They have her Instagram link, but then when you click it, it says it's been deleted. So she's deleted her Instagram. Um, a lot of the times in her interview, she gave very, very straightforward answers, not a lot in depth. It was kind of straight to the point. This is the situation. She identifies herself like Aubrey Bracco. Did I say her last name wrong? Aubrey basically wants to play like Wentworth. She is a therapist. I feel like therapists have not done too well on Survivor in recent times. They can be strong-minded at times. Um, I'm very nervous because of the whole deleted social media. That could be something you do because you know a storm that's coming that everyone else doesn't, and you just don't want to deal with it. I'm not saying that's the case. She might just be like, I don't want to deal with it. That could Mm -hmm. be the case there. So I obviously, I don't know her. I haven't met her. There's like no ill feelings, but I am nervous that she's already deleted her social media before the season has started. Usually it, before the season starts, you want to be elevating your social media. Mm -hmm. If you know, unless you're very against that because you're about to get a new wave of fans and friends or whatever you want to, however you want to look at it. So that makes me nervous. I have her first out for that reason. Oh, wow. I almost wonder if a something happened on the Island or B she was the first out and was kind of petty about it mm. and she doesn't want to see anything about it. So that's, I'm going solely based off of the fact that she deleted her Instagram. So tag with, take it away here. What am I right about Hannah? Way wrong about Hannah.
2: I honestly, this is, this is a difficult, difficult one for me. So uh, like I've been doing the three words to describe you, enthusiastic, passionate, and authentic. Uh, again, I feel like the words enthusiastic and passionate are a little bit of like a red flag for me. Um, Mainly because I, I think passion can kind of go both ways on survivors specifically. Like Abraham always says, like we are you're when you go out there, you are out starving, cold, all of that good stuff. And I think that, that it could like go either way when you're, when one of your words is passionate. The thing that I have to do here is she, one of her favorite hobbies, musical theater, I freaking! I'm I'm a musical theater girlie. I we're going literally going to go see a show tonight. Like I live in New jealous. York, one of the sole reasons is because of theater and musical theater and just all of it. Um, her friend is on a a Broadway national tour of Jagged Little Pill. Like I have to hype up the Broadway girlies out there because we are numerous. Obviously we're everywhere. We're hidden, but I feel like it doesn't happen so often that they say it in their interview for survivor. So I have to hype her up in some way. I feel like, let me look at my notes. I'm going to say that she is right around that like mergatory area. I think what, what, is, you know, what is that called?
1: Premerge or merge? Which that is word? that it is It's
2: Technically premerge, but like mergeatory, like you're right in the middle of everything. It's it's it is yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say like I have her. This is my little line of people or line of numbers. I'm gonna have her going out eighth, which is like I, one two three. Four. What is like what is that like going out? You're like twelfth place or something? Yeah
0: yeah yeah tw- yeah something like that.
2: So, yeah, I think she's going to go out eighth. That's what I'm going to say. Uh,
0: we do have Russell Muscle TV in the chat. Love te- love Tegwith's TikToks. He also yeah. said, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, Abraham, wrap us up here on on Hannah.
1: Hannah's my top five.
0: Wow. We could not be more top over five. the spectrum. I have first out. Tegwith has here. kind of right around that mergatory, and you have our top five.
2: Yes.
1: Here, here's, I'm, I'm just going to read this pretty quickly. Um, why will uh, Why will you be the sole survivor? I can read the room. Or the island. I can pick up clues, lay low when I need to, but be cutthroat when the time comes. And I can do what while being as real as possible. And brain comic relief, balance. Here's the thing about deleting social media social media is brutal, brutal. And as a therapist, you understand the brutality of somebody sitting behind a computer talking about you and not knowing you and being able to defend yourself mentally against it. Mm-hmm. it was people said some stuff. I was like, y'all never met me. People was like, this is the richest cast of people ever going on 41. Why are they going? They don't need any money. Somebody should work at Trader Joe's. Well, we had somebody working at Trader Joe's, but they knew nothing about us. And they were beseeching us. and was like, why are they picked y'all? What I mean, it's just so many negative connotations. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great things that come through social media. So I can understand deleting social media beforehand as people start to read about you. They, we don't know anything about her. Now, after she plays the game and we see how she plays the game, now we have content to you know talk about somebody. But beforehand, the brutality of social media was like, we're reading about you. And I'm saying good things about myself because I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad about me. And they were they were just toasting us, toasting us. And I was like... I've never met these people. Who, who, where did they get this information from? So I don't have a problem with her deleting her social media up front, especially seeing what's happened in the previous seasons and seeing some of the things that others have to deal with in the season. So deleting it, Mm -hmm. no problem with that. Um, I like, I think she has balance. I like anybody that comes off with a balance, you know, not too hot, not too cold, able to do the different things and just say, Hey, this is who I am. So I'm I'm good with her. I think she's going to be in the top five. I think she's going to be able to navigate through the, the different things that happen on the tribe, and be able to help people kind of navigate through. If she can talk to folks, yeah. Even though our past therapists got dusted off pretty quick, I'm thinking that she might be the therapist that makes the te- pass and into the merge, and be able to work with people and still do everything else. But I'm gonna use Teddwick's own words. She got some Broadway skill sets. I think that that's gonna come in handy, and I think that's what separate her from other therapists. She has that capability. So I like her. She's in my top five.
0: Abraham, you're going to need a therapist if you're way wrong about where you have her at the moment. After after the grilling that I'll give you, I'll come back and be like, I told you, Abraham. Now, a lot of people in the chat- uh, Brandon has number
1: one in selection, so I'm like.
0: <laughs> the last thing uh, I'll say about her is some people in the chat were talking about uh, Roxroy and how he didn't have a social media. The difference with that is Roxroy- I'm pretty sure didn't have one before he started. And then I, he might've created one. I don't know if he has one now or not, but he didn't have one. She had one and It has since been deleted, which is what I'm a little concerned about, especially as she's about to be on a major television show. Um, All right. Next up. I've never seen this guy in my life. The first ever new era returning player. I would have bet if I had a million bucks, I would have bet at all that Bruce would have been the first ever returning player of the new era, but he is back to play his second straight season, 47 years old from West Warwick. i said that wrong. It's tough. Uh, Rhode Island. He's an insurance agent. Three words to describe him. Funny, competitive, energetic. He is now the seasoned veteran of the show since he's, he's played before Abraham. You're a great friend of Bruce. Tell, tell us what we can expect about Bruce.
1: Let me tell you something, man. Bruce is high energy. Bruce is high energy, man. Positive talking, good time having. I uh, got a chance to meet him in person, and Bruce is going to bring the energy. You, If nothing else Bruce don't bring to this game right here, he's going to bring that energy and Survivor, and you know I love high energy players. Marianne, high energy player you know, just having a fun, just going to enjoy the fact that you out there, you own the island, and you playing the game of Survivor.
0: Wait, 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 jam, wait, wait, jam. wait, wait, no. timeout, jam jam, Time out Hold on, timeout, timeout. Oh, Bruce timeout. is listening. <laughs> Bruce is in the chat. <laughs> I am listening. Oh, my gosh. Well, now if that doesn't add on to kind of the paranoia of what you oh, say God. about where you have the – uh, Abraham, where do you have Bruce finishing this
1: season? Bruce in my top three, man. Bruce got, the, <laughs> yeah. Bruce, got energy. Bruce got that energy, man. You know, I love high-energy players, man. I like players that enjoy the fact that they made it to Survivor and they don't take any day for granted and they're bringing that energy every day. So I'm looking forward to, hey, Bruce, you better bring that energy guy. <laughs> I better not see you out there dragging. But uh, right. I, I just like the high energy. I like he has a diverse background, um, he works in an environment where he has to deal with people on a day-to-day basis uh, from multiple backgrounds, which I always, always think is a balance. I- anybody that can deal with different people, I give you more credit because you can talk to everybody. And I think Bruce is going to bring that out there. And but I think he's going to have fun, and that's that's the biggest thing for everybody that goes out there. And you be on the game of Survivor. Don't forget to have fun. This is a once in a lifetime, Bruce. This is a second in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> don't forget to have fun and i think that's one of the biggest things so he's definitely in my top three
0: all right all right all right bruce bruce much love brother much love um i have him going out pre-merge
2: oh no <laughs>
0: i'm gonna i saying that with bruce watching okay first new era returning player i am so excited to watch him play for those of you who don't know i the entire cast of season 44 um was at Bryson win present um i got to meet bruce and he has instantly become one of my favorite survivor players i've ever met just the energy of this man he is such a lovable amazing guy Uh, chris has, bruce has left the chat probably probably (laughs) um i i did put a little joke in can he stay healthy we gotta dial it back a little bit going into his second season i hope so i hope so Um, he compares himself to Jeremy Collins, which is one of my favorite players all time. I have his card right back here. Love that. He also says he's, he could be a mix of Jesse and Gabler. Um, so I, I could see where he's going. This is why I have him going out pre-merge. It's nothing about Bruce other than I could see players overreacting. And I hope not to the fact that he's played before. If they get that information. Hmm. And I hope they treat Bruce like a brand new player because he played for one night. And I really hope they don't look at him as a returning player. But it is going to be very hard to manage your threat level on the island when you've already been out on the island. Even if you only played for a few hours, people are still going to look at you. You got your chance. This is my chance. That's what I'm nervous about. That's what I'm nervous about with Bruce.
1: How the other people view him. Let me just add this quickly there's nothing to gain from being hurt the first challenge and the players that get out there are going to be like, Bruce, can you help us? Not Bruce, can you hurt us? Because, yeah. and again, it's it's contractual requirements that we have. There's something between the start of the game and that very first challenge that you see that you don't know about that Bruce doesn't gain an edge that way, yeah. but Bruce could gain an edge in them saying, Hey, Bruce, can you help us, you know, through these, this first couple of days, So I think Bruce is more of an asset than going to be a target on that first part. That's my, that's my spiel. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Tegwith,
0: you sometimes get nervous giving your, you know, your winner picks or whatever, your, your survivor predictions before the season. Have you ever had a player actually watching you give your prediction?
2: Not that I'm aware of, not that I'm aware of. This is, this might be the first. Um, Here's the thing. I don't know if y'all have ever been concussed, concussed before. Uh, I have been concussed twice. Uh, well, well, actually more than twice, but two times in one year. Really not great. Don't be a cheerleader. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> it's, it is, you are super disoriented pretty much the entire time that you have a concussion. I got concussed when I was in college and I couldn't read essentially, right? Like I had, I should have taken that term off because I was just like, not not really failing my classes, but kind of failing my classes uh, because I like wasn't able to read anything. And so Bruce got a concussion, like 22 seconds of landing on that beach. Like He got a concussion. So everything that he did out there, and I could be wrong, but when, when you have an untreated concussion, like I lost memory, right? So he yeah. probably was just like reeling on that beach. So I truly don't even think, like even if he tells them, mm. and honestly, anything to be anything to, you never want to put a target on your back for any reason, right? And this could be something if they hear that he was on the beach before, but like, if you think about it, he honestly like probably doesn't even remember any of it because like <laughs> when you concussed, you're really like, it's not good. So I personally don't think that that's going to be a big thing in his game. I really don't. I think the thing that's going to be the big thing is his energy. I don't know if you've seen his video. I watched his video last season, but I think this season's one was even bigger because he just like brings that energy onto the screen. And I really hope that it's one of those things that like helps him in the long run and doesn't hurt him. Sometimes if you have that much energy, like I like honestly, pre merge Marianne, people were kind of like, hey, I'm getting annoyed with her. Like this is not like the vibe. And she maybe didn't almost get voted out, but like was. Thought of right, so that's the worry, right? As someone who is also high energy, like I'm always worried about, you know, being too high energy. So that's the thing that I think that I'm worried about with Bruce um, is that he's just going to be so on it all the time, and maybe everyone else isn't. Uh, I do have him going merge though. I don't have mm-hmm. him going as far as Abraham. I did have him. I was put going to put him in like right in the middle, but I think he's like first or second merge boot. Don't know what that number really is. So I have him uh going out el- probably ninth tenth 11. Ele- 11 he's eighth place but like going oh
0: yeah out. I see what you're saying yeah
2: yeah yeah so I have him in eighth place um I think that energy uh, is going to help him in the in that early part because he's gonna have that energy I mean, we saw how he attacked that first challenge he attacked it he was ready to go um so you know i think uh I think eighth I'm happy with that I'm happy with that I hope you are
0: too. Well, first. Well, Bruce, please go out there. I mean, I know you've already been out there, but please, please prove me wrong, and then you can come back here and laugh at me. Uh, He said, still here. We appreciate your support, Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. And, uh, man, I I do want to see this man go far. And let me just put it out there. Future Survivor Now podcaster? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm just <laughs> the invite will always be there to have Bruce on the show would love to get him on. All right, let's let's move on. We're actually about to hit around an hour. Tegwith, how much longer do you have? She might have to leave us a little
2: early. I'm good. There I'm good go. for a little bit longer.
0: <clears throat> okay, cool. Let's let's move on to our eighth person. I'm just going to call her uh J Maya because that is her stage name and as an actor, I respect the stage names. Um she's a little bit of a celebrity that we have out on the island. She is already verified. She's a professional singer. Um so she's Almost 24 years old. Almost a million? Oh my god. I think gosh. that's what I
2: saw. I think it was either maybe it was like 500,000 or it was like 900,000. I can't I can't remember, but she's got I che- quite a following on TikTok.
0: I checked out her music this morning and it's it's pretty good. She's 24 years old from San Francisco, California currently resides in Los Angeles. Like I said, she's a singer, the three words to describe her, ambitious, optimistic, creative. Um Tegworth, we are a little bit of creative people, so I'm going to start with you. What are we thinking for J Maya here?
2: I'm super stoked uh to have her, you know, on this season. I feel like it's not that often that we have like this type of creative on Survivor where they're job is like artist, actor, model, singer, that kind of a thing. Um, So I'm super stoked to see how somebody like that like plays. Um, But you know, I think the thing that's very interesting to me is she turned down early admission to Harvard Law to be a singer. So this woman is ready to take some risks, right? She is ready to go and take some risks. And I think that's a great thing to be as a survivor player. You're if you're but then the issue, the problem here is, Is I remember, I forget who said it, a couple seasons ago where they were like, um, I came out to play Survivor, so I'm going to take these risks. I hate it when people say that because sometimes you take a risk and it backfires and that's, you know, you come out to win. And if you play yourself out of the game, yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's what I'm worried about. Right. She's ready to do these kind of risks, take these risks. And then I'm worried about um, that, like kind of backfiring. Uh, But I am optimistic about her game. Um, I also love that she, you know, Queen Parvati, she says, always been a role model. Um, I think, you know, she adores Marianne, all great people to bring up, I would say. So uh, and I also like to say, if you go look at her interview, she has very long, very detailed answers, which I think is somebody that is kind of like detail oriented, who's like ready to get down and talk about all of the different things that could possibly happen which I think is a good thing to have in like an alliance member. So, from and her pet peeve is slow walkers, like me too. Me too. Agree, agree, agree. Okay. So,
1: New York? A I know in New York?
2: LA. That's so funny to me that she's from, she lives in LA and she, her pet peeve is slow walkers because no one walks in LA. Like it's just dry.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like,
2: you know, but I'm here for it. I totally agree. Um, so, all of that being said, I have her going a little bit like, around where Bruce, I have Bruce. So Mm -hmm. I have her going right after Bruce. So I have her coming in seventh, going out 12th is where I'm thinking that she is. Um, I think that her, you know, all of her enthusiasm about the arts and singing and all of that stuff and being able to take risks is going to help her up until a certain point. And then I think it's going to be a problem.
0: So, I mean, Tegwith is saving her heavy hitters for a little bit later. We're having a lot of that 12th, 10th area, uh, being placed, uh, Abraham, uh, being a singer yourself, how do we think that, <laughs> that J Maya is going to do out there? I know you have a lovely voice.
1: Look, I, you know what? I, you know what? I love J Maya in the sense that she's, she's, she's carving a path in her own life and she's done the things that she wants to do. Uh, but I got a concern on survivor. Survivor is a, a, is a, is a different animal because you kind of smashing together so many different people in one place. I think she's going to do pretty good. I, I think she's definitely going to make it past. Oh, I want her to make it past merge, but I don't know. I don't I'm I'm on the line. I, I think she's going to get booted up at pre-merge. Just because I think this the dynamics of the situation may not be where she can fit in. I don't know. I like her. I, I wanted to get past pre-merge, but I'm going to put it at they're going to probably focus in on her and get her out before pre-merge. And again, this is one out of Ted was. Uh, game, but it also depends on what tribe you land on. Mm-hmm. She could land on a tribe where she's good. She's gonna make a pass merge. She's gonna be in the top five. I think she's gonna. I'm gonna go with Tevis's response. This is gonna. Her game is gonna be depending on where she lands. You know, for me, if you out there and you singing at nighttime, I'm gonna be like, look, I need something to try to keep my mind focused. I'm, I'm staying. <laughs> We're gonna keep you because you calm the tribe down. But again. Well, I'm going to say she's not going to make it past merge based off of the tribe that she gets put on. That's going but to cuz so funny, I'm going to go pre-merge.
0: Funny thing, Abraham. Uh, the other funny thing too is I've heard on Survivor you aren't allowed to sing because they don't have rights to mainstream music. So if someone sings it can't be show really. That's going to be tough. As a singer, I always thought that's,
1: going that's out not, on the island That's not that's not true. I that's
0: would, not, not I, would true. I would I would hate to not be able to sing um, Ollie, Ollie was Team Abraham early on, and now said, "I can't wait for J. maya one to watch." So he disagrees with you. He thinks she's gonna do well, and then Chris have to add this, and hopefully your tribe doesn't walk slowly when they go up to walk, or she might quit. Love that, <laughs> love that. She might just tell Jeff right away, "No, I'm done." Um. Oops, accidentally. Ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, I'll just put out, I'll, I'll wrap it up by saying, you guys, everything you said, you hit everything about J. Maya from the interview that we got from her. I think she's going to be popular. I think everyone's going to be fighting for her as a vote. I'm interested to see if she can take charge and control her game and not be someone at the end who is just used as a number. I don't know why I have that fear about her, but I feel like she could just be a number in an alliance who is making the decisions and she's not really playing her own game. Um, but I do think she's going to be popular. I think she's going to make final three. She is my second person in my final three. I had Brando earlier, which was like the uh, Carson nerdy guy. Um, I think J Maya makes it to the final three. So I'm interested to see that. Um, I'm also interested to see if anybody knows her. That is what I'm worried about because if you know her and she's already got a bunch of followers and you know her, she makes music, and she's out in L.A., well, I'm sure she could still use the money being out in L.A. with how much it costs. You know, people can look at that. She's already, you know, she's got record deals. She's got millions of people listening to Mm -hmm. her music or whatever. That could hurt her in this game. We've seen it before where, you know, just finding out someone's a retired football player, that was already like he doesn't need the money. So I could see it happening here. Mm -hmm. Um, Next person we have is going to be Drew uh basile i'm gonna say it like that 23 years old from birmingham michigan i think wow you can tell i need to go back to my states uh Mm -hmm. current residence: philadelphia pennsylvania grad student he's smart witty and dynamic three things that i am not um okay what what do we think about drew here so i i put in a good way because i'm a nerd nerd alert smart guy um cochran 2.0 tell me you don't look at this picture and think cochran but he does state you know a lot of people are going to compare me to cochran but i see myself more like pinner gameplay wise ryan ulrich which we have not heard that name in a minute so no way that's so cool yeah shout out to the ryan ulrich shout out i guess uh i think he's a down-to-earth type guy going to be a bit awkward at times but i kind of see him In a situation like Kane, last season, out of the entire cast, I was like, Kane just doesn't look that interesting to me. I think he's going to go out early. I learned my lesson. Kane found his niche. There are enough nerds on this season that I could see like a nerd alliance happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give Drew, I'm going to give Drew merge. I think he could make the merge, but he is in that like mergatory, like Kane made it to the merge, but didn't make it far. He was an early jury member. I see the same for Drew here. I hope he can live up to the height that Cochran left behind. I hope he can. Um, Cochran's my favorite player of all time. So go for it, Drew. Um, I can maybe see a Cochran 2.0. So we'll have to see how Drew does out in Fiji. Abraham, what do you think about he said, Drew?
1: You said merge?
0: I, I said merge. I have him going, making the merge.
1: I, I like him. I think that he's going to team up with somebody. I'm going to put him on teaming up with somebody is going to be how his game is going to get him. It's going to get him. I think it's going to get past merge. I think he's going to team up with the right players as I say you always when you go out of Survivor, you got to at least have one ride or die. Somebody that you say, hey, I trust this person. It's got to be at least one because they can find another one. You can find another one. And then you have enough numbers, especially with tribes of three. So you definitely got to find one person that you can ride with. And I think he, I think he's that type of guy. I think that if you put him with an Austin, which has the ability, like I said before, to go introvert or extrovert and be able to talk to people, I think he makes a good team. So I'm gonna put him, he's gonna make a pass merge. I don't think he's gonna go deep into the game because I think somebody's gonna realize and they're gonna vote him out. They're not gonna they're not gonna let him float to the end and be like, oh no, he's in the top. No, that's not gonna happen. So I think he's definitely gonna be one of those players that is gonna team up with someone and make it past merge because I don't think they're going to see him as a threat directly. Indirectly, I hope he has a fabulous game and smash everybody, but I think indirectly he's just going to play a good game.
0: Tegwith, do you agree with us? We both have him making the merge. I mean, here's another thing to help you out. Philip Paul, he's also incredibly tall. Not sure if that'll translate to challenges, but perhaps he's a bigger help than just a brain. I'm good point there. Also, you guys might be hearing a lot more from Philip uh in in recent weeks i will get to that news shortly um tegwith go ahead round us yeah, out here so,
2: well here's the thing on that uh, at the very end it says why do you, why will you be the sole survivor he says i'm very personable and authentic i'm also a good strategist and potent speaker my hope is that these attributes counterbalance for my weak physical game and help me clinch the title so i don't know that his physical game is going to be very uh, up there um because it's something that he said himself is it not going to be the the best um so i'm worried it's one of those things that like it's not first boot for me i feel like first boot nowadays is a little bit more strategic and a little less like how do we keep our tribe strong um so i feel like it's not going to be first boot but i do think that he's going to be going out pre-merge i have him uh going out fourth so coming in 15th ah. home, um because i'm worried that if his tribe loses once and maybe a second time, they're like, well, I'm sick of losing now that we we, we got rid of kind of like how they did with um, it was a strategic vote. What was her name? NECA. Mm-hmm. The first vote was um, was what was her name? I can't remember. Who was the first boot um, in that
1: season? She she wore the colors. Very colorful. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember her name offhand. You know, who, let me, let me talk about,
2: Mariah, Mariah. Mariah. Yes. So they, yes. They voted off, yes, yes. It wasn't like they, where they voted off Mariah and then like they lost again and they said, Oh man, we shouldn't have voted off Mariah. So, and then they voted off NECA was, was that, was that how it worked? It was something like that. Yes. Like, where it was. Yeah. And so I'm worried it could be something like that where they actually vote somebody out first. And then they're like, man, we lost again. I don't want to lose again. We got to, while well, we want to keep, you know, doing strategy um then i want to it was justine you're right yeah yeah chris
0: says it was justine thank you you, Chris.
2: thank you you. um so i'm worried it would be like that so i have him going um uh out fourth so coming in 15th place 15
0: okay so again kind of sprinkled throughout abraham and i barely have him making the merge tag with pre-merge um Mm -hmm. so we'll have to wait and see what happens uh with drew Next up, we have the oldest castaway this season. This is something that we need to get, get into sometime. How I feel like there's less and less older castaways. The oldest person this season, 49 years old. Remember when we used to have like 70 year olds on survivor one or two a season now, 49, that's the oldest, um, Julie Alley, uh, As I've stated, 49 years old, hometown Brentford, Tennessee. She's an estate attorney. She's hardworking, loyal, and smart. So here it is. I know everyone wants to know my winner pick, and everybody wants to know if the curse is broken, where I always rank the older people going out very early and I never give, I never put faith in them. For instance, I have Bruce going out pre merch. He's one of the older guys. I have Julie pre-merge she didn't start watching survivor until 2015 that was survivor cambodia second chance love that note because we just covered survivor cambodia second chance on our channel go check that out um she's a hard-working single mom which i really really respect she's she identifies with Suri, which is another shout out we've been covering this season of big brother go check that out as well so thank you julie for covering all the bases for us um i respect the hell out of her for being a hardworking um, single mom. That is something that's so challenging to do. I think it's one of the toughest things you could do on this planet. Um, I worry about her connecting with the tribe because she's really not that old, but I just think she is much older than a lot of the other people. Uh, this season we have a lot of 23-year-olds, 22-year-olds, 26-year-olds. I worry about her connecting I don't know if she's going to do that great in challenges, honestly. So I do think she's going to go out pre-merge, but I don't think she's going to be the first person voted out. I could see it being a little down the line. I could see her being like a mother type form. I think uh, Lindsay from which season was that? Survivor 42, 40, I
1: believe. 42.
0: Yeah, I believe 42. Yeah,
1: 42. Um,
0: she was kind of the – to me, Julie is a lot like um, her – in the sense of, I don't think, you know, she didn't make it far. I don't think that Julie's going to make it that far in the game, unfortunately. I have to be negative, negative Nancy over here. Uh, with what are we thinking for Julie?
2: Oh, she's going out on fire.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, going the, out on fire. 100%. I'm, I'm he is, um, what, what, what the I'm thing right is, where you say that she's, you, you're worried about her connection? Lindsay her from
0: 43. Lindsay 43. from 43. Thank you, thank 43. you, thank you. Thank you.
2: So you're worried about her connecting with the trimates, but here's the thing: her two kids are 23 and 21, or 22 and 23 and 21. And so, they're like her
0: best friends, yeah. Yeah,
2: and so that's the thing. Like she has these these kids who are the same age as the majority of the cast, or very close to it. So it's not like uh, I, I have older parents, um, and I my parents had me when they were in their 40s, and so because of that. It wasn't that I had older parents. My parents, I always felt like having access to me and being like in that like realm of like you're in somebody's life who's like much younger than you keeps you y- younger. Like they know the music that I listen to. They knew all of this stuff. So I feel like that is going to be a connection. And like I'm saying, she's not like she's 49. She's not old. She's not old. Like, no, not young. whatsoever. And but she has that connection, that direct connection. And And I really think that she's going to go far. I think she's going to go out and fire. And I think that she is going to do really well.
1: Look, me and Tepard are on the same page. Look, I love Julie. I think she's going to come in and play a great game of Survivor. Here's the thing about it is Survivor is not all physical. The game is not all physical. It's, It's a combination of different things to be able to win. And before every challenge, you get to stage out who goes where. So you can kind of put people where you need to put them. Mm-hmm. Now I want to use a great example, Sandra. Sandra set out more challenges than anybody Survivor history, mm-hmm. and still is a three-time winner of Survivor. So I'm not going to say time, that, two time, two time, two So I'm not going <laughs> to say that you can't win Survivor. You just got to have a strategy, which I think her law background is going to come into play. Being able to read people, being able to communicate with people, as Terri has said, is going to be crucial. Because but she has that age group at home, so you're not going to be able to do it. Uh, SMM and be like, what are you talking about? Shaking your head? What are you? Ta-? She's going to know all that little small lingo, that little chit-chat talk, but she's also going to bring that years of experience coming from a divorce. All that's going to come to play in Survivor. I think she's going to have a well-balanced game. She's going to make it past the merge. I'm going to put her in my top 10. She's going to at least be in the top 10 of players, and she's going to have to be able to navigate from there. Yeah. But We've already had a player that says, look, I'm just not physical. If you're 23 and not physical, guess what? You actually put yourself on the list to be voted out. Where Julie's coming in, and I think she's going to play her part, and she's going to maneuver through, and she's going to play the game of Survivor. So she's in my top 10. She's definitely going to make it past Merge.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Paul says this to, to Tegwis. So interesting you say she goes out and fire. I was just about to say she's giving Heather from season 41.
2: Oh, interesting. So,
0: so we'll have to see if she lives up to Heather's legacy. Uh, next up, we have Jake O'Kane. Um, love that name. 26 years old, was born in Hanson, Massachusetts, now currently resides in Boston. Uh, he's another attorney we have this season. This is the season of the attorneys, I swear. Uh, three words to describe him, boisterous, willy, and persistent. Uh, Abraham, let's go to you first for this one. What do you think about Jake O'Kane?
1: Look, I'm not going to read his bio. I'm not going to do his bio. I'm just going to say I met him, and I like him. I like the guy. I like his personality. I think if he can – again, everything is to me is being seen in first firsthand. can you balance yourself? If he can balance himself, I think this he has a great personality, great energy – but he has to be able to balance himself. You got to be able to get out your own way. I definitely think he he definitely is in my top 10 and I see him making it, but you're going to have to balance yourself. So I like the, I like him. Um, I think he's going to be fun to watch. I think he's going to bring that entertainment <laughs> here. This is a tell you love this favorite hobbies theater. <laughs> yeah. He's a theater uh, kid. You said, Abraham, you said top 10. Top 10. He's definitely in my top 10. And I'm not reading his bio. I'm saying, Hey, I talked to him. Great guy, great energy. And it's that excitement when you see somebody knowing that they're about to play the game survivor and you see it. And I think he just has that. So he's definitely going to have a good time. So I like, I like Jake.
0: Jay Jay says that Jake is his winner pick. Tegworth, what is that? What is that face for? I'm going
2: to you next. This face is because I didn't read the entire thing when I decided what I decided and now I'm going against what I said earlier about I've got to support my theater girlies because I'm not supporting Jake cuz he's my first boot. Ah!
0: <laughs> God, don't so, Paget only supports theater girlies. Does not No, support I support your all. Boys. I
2: support all theater people. I just didn't read the whole thing. I'm just going I literally was going he's- off of just vibes pure he's, vibes.
0: A, he's he's a theater and dungeons and dragons nerd and I love him, both
2: of those things
0: compares himself to wendell which i know you're also a wendell fan yeah. uh, makes the best homemade pizza apparently so first out for Tagwith. Yep. um i have him making the merge but i think he's going to be kind of like in sixth seventh kind of that middle of the road early jury member um Look, look at this tag with that's all you need to know right there. That's all you need to know because Jake (laughs) is a (laughs) winner. diametrically
2: opposed foes. Oh my God. That is Peter reference. What a reference.
0: Hamilton. I didn't know we were going to get a Hamilton reference up in here. All right. Next up. Sorry. I have to scroll down. Uh, I think her name's Katura Tops. Uh, Another attorney. She's a civil rights attorney though. 35 years old. Born in St. Louis. Missouri current residence Brooklyn, New York, uh, three words to describe her calculating, determined, unexpected. Um, tag with, is this a girly that you support?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, uh, I uh, believe that she is coming in second place.
0: Wow. Um, I
2: think being a civil rights attorney, I feel like you have to number one, like, have your arguments like our attorneys in general right you have to have everything very outlined and ready to go but specifically with civil rights I feel like you have to you know be very calculated is the wrong word but just like very you know present in all of your arguments so I think that she's going to be thinking through things quite a bit my worry is that maybe people won't see her game as much as I would like maybe she would like or i would like to win so i think she's gonna not get the votes that she needs um but i do think that she is gonna go far and i think that she's coming in second yeah
0: oh uh we are how do you say the word diametrically opposed foes (laughs) with this one um i think she could be second out oh wow um i have her going pre-merge she is uh, a couple notes that i took Proud of who she is as a woman, a member of the LGBTQ plus community and a child of poverty. Love all of that. Compares herself to Natalie and Spencer. Shocked to hear the Spencer um, connection, but believes she'll be a whole new player entirely. I respect that. Everyone else has been like, I'm going to be like this person. I'm going to be like this person. She said, OK, if you need an answer, I'll give you an answer. But I'm going to be my own player. That's what's going to happen. She's very against privilege and active in the fight against racism. Love that for her as well. And then one thing that caught me is her biggest inspiration is herself. She named her younger self as her biggest inspiration. I love that. I, it, it's good. It, it's cool. <laughs> it kind of throws me off a little bit. Um, here, when you are what, – what screams about Katura to me is when you're such a big activist – especially against some issues you can you're very opinion driven and i think that could affect her in the game um much like i talked about emily earlier as someone who you could get into an an argument with i could see that happening with katura here um love love her smile so i could be completely wrong granted i put it out there we have never met these well we've met some of them i have never met her Um, So I don't know, but something tells me that this is another girl who could kind of turn heads when it comes to um, getting in an argument with someone and kind of playing herself out of the game when it's like, look, you had the numbers and then you started a a disagreement Mm. that led to your elimination. That's what I'm concerned about. I love everything that she fights for. I love everything that she stands for. She is Mm. a powerful woman. And I love everything about her, but that's what makes me nervous is I have, especially coming from the theater community, I have friends who are very, very big activists, and that is such a great thing to be, but they are always opinion driven and they get in some arguments that they just need to kind of step back on at that given moment because it's not the right time. And that's what I'm worried about her. Mm. Abraham, what are you thinking?
1: Again, uh, (laughs) I... I'm going to go ahead and say I met her in person and accidentally were confused her with one of the other contestants. But her response to my confusion was, no, no, I'm, I'm this one. It, it, you know, again, meeting people and seeing them in the natural element kind of determines how you actually look at them, because you don't have any reason to be anything but either yourself or somebody else. And she was really polite about it and whatnot. Again, excellent background. We got a lot of lawyers this year, which is going to this season, which is going to be really interesting in lawyers against lawyers. And see how they balance each other out and how they try to play and manipulate because they all have a legal mind. Um, But we're all seeing previous lawyers get dusted on Survivor as well. That's screaming.
0: Sorry to interrupt. I was just saying, adding to that note of all the lawyers, that's screaming a chaotic season ahead. And I love it. I am here for
1: it. There's a lot of lawyers in there for different genres of lawyers um, because she's civil rights. Uh, I forgot what Julie is. She's a lawyer. Um, Jake is uh, finishing up law when I talk to him. So he's a lawyer. So it's going to be interesting how all this law is going to pan out in the game of Survivor and how you play. Um, one of my concerns is she's definitely in my top five. I think she's going to maneuver through, make it to the top five. But she's almost colorblind. Um, and there's some times where you have to deal with certain things that are color related. And Don't, don't give her the block I'm, puzzle. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to impact her game. I would rank her higher, but you could put in a situation where she's on an individual challenge by herself and there's something you have to see that's in color that would knock her off. But I think she's going to play a great game. I think the lawyer element is going to be outstanding. I love that she's a civil rights attorney. We had a time to talk about some of that when I, when I chit-chatted with her. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how they all intersect. And I'm going to take this off a of Ted with again. It all depends on what trial she ends up on but I think this is going to be some fun this season on this lawyer deal.
0: Here's a, here's a few comments that we have, uh, from Chris. Lawyers don't tend to go well, very well either. That is true. We'll have to see what happens this season. Um, this is going to break your heart tag with, I feel like Katora could be like a Claire type who everyone hypes up, but goes pretty early. That would be devastating. And then Chris agreeing with me. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Randy loved the thing she's fighting for, but that kind of energy could get grading. So uh, you know i hope as always i hope she proves me wrong and i hope she makes the merge i really do because she seems like an amazing person and i want to see her make the merge um next up we have with the best head of hair going out on the <laughs> island we have caleb i'm gonna butcher your name i'm so sorry greber world maybe uh awesome. 29 years old from port something canada uh currently resides in Vancouver, Canada. So he is the Canadian this season. I believe the only one we have. We know Canadians usually do well. He is uh he's in software sales, three words to describe him: charismatic, opportunistic, and a golden retriever. I love that. I love that statement right there. Tag with what are we thinking about Caleb? <clears throat> Tell me where you're at.
2: Here's the thing. I think Caleb is really cool. My first instinct when seeing him is um, I, my first instinct just seeing him was winner. Like, that was my first instinct. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the pants, like, maybe it's the outfit, maybe it's the smile. Maybe I've seen his video. His video is very, you know, outgoing. So, my first instinct is winner. Um, when I delve a little deeper and I look <laughs> at like other things he says, like, She's he's been watching Survivor for a really long time. He says that like a million US dollars goes goes even further than Canada. That's why one of the reasons he watches Survivor, like all of this stuff. I think he's gonna do really well. And honestly, if I don't go with my gut and he wins, I'm gonna be really mad. So I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock Caleb in as my winner pick. It, it, it never turns out well, Caleb. Usually my winners are merge boots. Uh, <laughs> not the last couple of times though. Uh, but it's just, I'm, I'm, I don't know. The vibes are good. I, I Something about him, something about him.
0: Let me, uh let me add on to the vibes. He is my winner pick. So I will double down on the luck for you, Caleb. Not only do you have tegwa's pick luck, but you also have oh, my no. pick luck. He is my winner pick as well. This guy screams winner. He is going to be the third Canadian winner out of five seasons so far in the new era. Um, I absolutely love, like I said, how he said he's like a golden retriever. Love his sense of humor about the one million going farther in Canada. He said he would love to compare himself to Tony, but out of respect, he doesn't. Love that. Love that. You got to put some. There's so many people here who compare themselves to Sariq. Tony like you gotta you have to earn that like those are legends of the game has lived in 27 different countries so you know as he as he works remotely so you know he's living the dream I would love to do that like travel around you know he's going to be really engraved in different cultures I think that's going to help him connect with everybody out there um (laughs) Let's see some of these comment, comments. We all take that back now, LOL. Yeah. Uh, wow.
2: Sorry, Caleb. Um,
0: so uh, Chris says, who did he actually compare himself to? He didn't. He literally just said I would like to compare myself to Tony, but I, uh, I'm going to take not do that out of respect. Um, J.E. Before you get to Abraham, my boy Caleb, he's gonna do well. Canadians in the new era so far have an average placement of 5.33. So I have him making finale and getting fifth place. So, oh, Chris, one more comment. Yeah, I agree. He looks like the kind of guy who could win. So I'm with you, Tug, with team Caleb. A lot of people saying maybe, maybe he's gonna win. Abraham, is he your winner? There's no way we go three for three here with no Wayne
1: no he's not <laughs> what's wrong with y'all no I, th- I love caleb uh again uh great personality um again you know i like high energy people i like high energy people i think he has a very diverse background with a lot of things that he had to overcome i just like the guy it's one of the people that we meet him and sit down with him You like you could have a cup of tea with a stranger type guy and he just gives that personality off um the canadian background You know, they've they've been kicking us down right now. So I love Erica, Marianne, all the best in them as well for winning uh, for Canada. Um, He's in my top three. I think he's going to do very well. I think the only thing he's going to run into is personalities on the tribe. I think that sometimes when you come in and you're just too happy, and we saw with Marianne where she really wasn't a threat up front. She just was too happy and it was being annoying. And it's can you balance that out? I think he's definitely going to go far in the game. He's definitely in the top three, but not my winner pick. No, but I think he's going to have fun. And, you know, you know, I'm always leaning towards the IT folks. So he he's definitely an IT guy. So I'm looking forward to seeing him play. But he does have a great personality, everybody. And I'm looking forward to see that come across on the screen when we see him this season. But no. He's not my <laughs>
0: With my luck and Tegwis picked luck combined, this guy is for sure going out first overall. Uh, <laughs> Philip says everyone's Tony, everyone's Parv. A lot of people did compare themselves to Parv and Wentworth. Love his self awareness. Yes, it is literally perfect. Um, all right, who we got next? Next up, we have Kelly Nalbanian. Tried my best. 30 years old, uh, born in Weston, Connecticut, current residence, New York. Gosh, Tegwith, you and your New Yorkians are showing up. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is a critical care nurse, Uh, scrappy, deliberate, and intuitive. Um, Someone that I think could go far if she kind of lies low, maybe could be a sneaky pick to make it towards the end. Uh, Tegwith, I'm going to go to you first. We have another person from New York here. So how is Kelly going to do?
2: Love that. Love that. Love her. Um, so I think that she's very interesting just overall being a critical care nurse. She talks about, you know, COVID everything that you know happens, uh, or happened with that in, in, in her life. Um, she loves strategy board games. I think that leans into her favor. I am worried just like about like the luck aspect in terms of of um, her game in terms of Kelly's game. I kind of think that she's going out pre-merge, but just like right close to the merge. Honestly, for no reason other than vibes, just because I'm worried that like, it could just be like a bad timing where the the chips fall kind of away. And it just so happens that it's going to be her. So if we're following along with the numbers, which no one else is except for me, I have her going out seventh coming in 12th place.
0: Are yeah. you con I, I hate to bring this up, Tegwith, but you, you've brought this up the last couple of seasons because it's been constantly happening and I hope it doesn't this season. Are we concerned about the female elimination, 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 elimination early on pre merge?
2: always concerned but did you not hear who my first boot was so it's not going to happen I'm going to get 100% right on my thing Um, but always concerned literally the fact that it's happened so many times the first boot out of um, most of these seasons uh, from the new era um, the first boot from each tribe has been like I think it's something like 80% women um, where it's just not a great you know That's not great. So I am concerned (laughs) about that um, as I usually am going into a season as Survivor. So I'm really hoping that this is, you know, not the case, obviously, but I I really, you know, sometimes it's just unfortunate when it has been. Very,
0: very unfortunate. Abraham, tell us it's not going to happen for Kelly. Tell us she's going to make the merge.
1: She's going to make the merge. Yeah. I I love Kelly. Look. Kelly works in the medical field. Some of the difficult people in the world come through medical at the worst times in their lives. She's worked through COVID when it was scary out there in those streets. I just think that she has the grit and grind to make it through that adjustment part. Because here's the thing about it is you're adjusting to people, but you're also adjusting to the environment, the elements. I don't want anybody to go out to the survivor and say, all I got to do is beat the person next to me. No, you got to beat that bamboo that's sticking in your back. The one that you got to beat the ability to... Do something in 12 hours when you're not doing anything. You got to be competitive against that just as well as people and stay sharp at it. She has seen what the edge of destruction looks like and she's walked it. I like Kelly. Kelly's in my top 10. She's going to make it past the merge and we're going to see how she does after that. But she's definitely making it past the merge. I think you got to have the energy for it. And I think she has it. I think she understands that difficult times make good people. And I think she's going to rock and roll. So I'm looking forward to seeing her there. She's not going to be kicked out for the merge because she got into a beef or a tap or somebody because she's already gotten in that with dealing with people. She's a nurse. What is a nurse you to see you on a good day? You ain't mad about, hurt about, sad about, discontent. Everything is going on in a nurse's world. And I think that's going to benefit her in the game of Survivor. And I think she's going to be able to manage that. So I think she's going to have some fun. I think we're going to enjoy some watching her out there. So she's definitely top 10.
0: She, she is something I didn't know about her. Member of the LGBTQ community. She's got a wonderful fiance. Um, she's a nerdy girl. She just keeps surprising me. And for the sole reason of Kelly, we are literally meant to be best friends. Her hobbies are playing guitar. I like to think that I can sing. So, yeah, we can make a connection there. She likes to watch and play soccer. I can watch and talk about soccer all day long. And she loves board games. I am a board games enthusiast. I love strong st- strategic games. Mm-hmm. So I think, <laughs> I think we could get along very well. She relates herself to Wentworth, poverty, and Surrey. Bold statement we talked about it earlier those are three really really like legend strong legends of the game i think she's gonna make merge and i think she could make the final six i think she could make it to the finale episode um next up we got i forgot to swipe down again we have sifu Alsa, a guy that i feel like out of the entire cast has not really been publicly about like talking about being on the show um, he's 30 years old from O'Fallon or O'Fallon, or Illinois. So he's right next door to me. Um, he's a gym owner. Dude is ripped. He's outgoing, loving, and empower- empowering. I put, I think he's a giant teddy bear. I think he's he is literally the description of a giant teddy bear. Compares himself to Tony Vlachos. Don't like that. I think he, like I said, you have to earn that comparison. Um, one of his pet peeves is lying. You're going on survivor lying and mean people were his pet peeps. Um, so I got this guy going pre-merge. You cannot get annoyed about lying because you're going to have to lie. We've seen it in this game. There's been very few times that true truthful games have worked out for someone. Mm-hmm. And even if it did work, work out and you made it to the end, you usually didn't win. Cause people are like, they think you're, it's you're full of BS because you're like I played a truthful game yada yada yada. So I think I think Sifu, uh, I think he's going to be a pre-merge boot. Tag with what are we thinking?
2: Um, so I have so yeah, that's something that I noticed. I also will say though, I think he's a little. I think he's right around the merge area. He's been a martial artist his whole life. He start he studied um, Yang style Tai Chi, which I'm not sure what that is, but you know he has he he is doing other things. He's a gym owner. He's clearly, you know, strong. And, um, I think working in kind of the, uh, hospitality style industry can, can lend itself well, maybe to your game. I do think that it, it could be a problem, uh, slightly. And I'm worried that people are going to worry about him in individual challenges. So I have him going like right mergatory ish. So I have him going out 10th coming in ninth place so like pretty much right there in the middle um Mm -hmm. which could be merged could not be merged i'm not totally sure um but i think that you know he does a bunch of different things he plays guitar he does all this Mm -hmm. stuff i don't know i i I think it it's kind of up in there up in the air for me for him
0: uh chris I was going to say, Chris says he might be like a Jonathan possibly where he just destroys the challenges and is loyal. He very yeah. well could be. Abraham, what's your opinion on Seafood? is an X
1: factor. I, I think it's going to come down to who he teams up with. Mm-hmm. I really think he's he's going to have somebody standing in front of him speaking for the most part. I think if you get him on your side and you say, look, I'll do the heavy lifting, i.e. He lie to people, and... I just need you to do this part right here, and we're good. I think if he teams with the right people, I think Sifu makes it out of the merge. I think the individual part of the game is where they get him, they're gonna take him down. So I'm gonna say he's gonna make it past the merge, but he's definitely an X factor because he has all the tools to be able to manage himself through the game of Survivor. He's gonna have the physical part of it, but he also has the piece that comes with martial arts. So he can manage all that part of it, he can deal with people. He said he loved Dragon Ball Z. So I'm, I'm familiar with Dragon Ball Z. So I think with the nerd folks in there that play board games and things like that, he's going to be able to communicate in a way that they understand. It's like saying you wanted one of the characters out of Dragon Ball Z, and you two don't know what I'm talking about, but that person does know. He can speak a hidden language. And I, and I, and I like that about him. To me, he's an X factor, but I think his game is going to come down to who does he actually build an alliance with? Mm -hmm. to get him through the game of Survivor to a point where he may be able to stand on his own. He's my X factor. So I'm going to put him in. I'm going to put it. I say he's going to make it to the merge, but he's definitely an X factor. I don't know which way it's going to go with him. Uh Okay. This is why I've
0: known Abraham for about three years now, roughly, I think two or three years. And I'm just learning. He plays the Cantan game and he likes, what was it? You like anime?
1: So, at anime. Who doesn't look at anime, man? What's wrong with
0: you? I am I just started watching anime. So so I'll have to check out more anime. Let me say that. Um, an Jay's calling you out, Tegwit. Didn't you say D was getting ninth place earlier?
2: No, I said, hold on. I have the receipts. D is coming in.
1: <laughs> she, said, she said I got the receipts. D is, <laughs> so
2: it's, it's the opposite. So I said, D, hold on. So D is coming in, going out 10th. Coming in, no, sorry, this is when it gets confusing. <laughs> it's going out ninth, coming in tenth.
0: Boom. Okay, so it's just reverse. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I was like, man, dude's calling you out over here. You guys were friends at but the you're, beginning. you're you're correct.
2: Stuff. You're. I mean, it's like there. It's like one after the other, one after the other.
0: Um. Next up, we have there she is, uh, Kendra McGuire, I believe, a 31 years old from. Born in Haverhill, Massachusetts, now lives in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. She's a bartender. The three words to describe her, outgoing, determined, and enthusiastic. Um, Abraham, why don't you start us off with Kendra? What, what are you saying, thinking love, about
1: her? I love all bartenders.
0: <laughs> I love that I love we have all. a bartender on this season. Yes, representation of the service industry.
1: Yes. And Here's the thing about it is, I love people that can talk to people. Because it gives you an edge because you have the ability to be able to talk to people at different, different moments. And, you know, we've all been in the bar. Sometimes we're happy. Sometimes we're sad. Sometimes we're mad and whatever. But the consistent part is always the bartender. I think she has the personality for it. I think she's going to be a big contributor to her tribe. Um, she says some of her pet peeves, people who everybody like. Nobody likes anybody to choose food in their mouth open. So snoring is going to be a problem. <laughs> I mean, you're on survivor, man. You're stuck. Not saying please and thank you. Those may be things that trip her up because everybody has different social norms. But I think her bartending capability is going to come back on there. Not her job, just her ability to be able to say, hey, I know these people are having a bad day and I'm going to try to help them. Um, she says she'll be the soul survivor because I'm not uh moxie. I'm unwavering, optimistic, courage and get in the instincts and guide me the way through Soul survivor. I'm going to put her again. She's on that bubble, too. I think she's going to make it past the merge. I think she's just going to have that kind of personality that you want to do an alliance with. And I like her. I like her. So, you know, again, as her personality comes off of the page, I think she's going to have that type of personality can have temperament in it. So it's going to be interesting to see. So I got her going as at least making it to the merge. But then after that, it gets kind of murky.
0: But, I, I mean, I agree. I do think she's going to make the merge. As a bartender, you have to be good at multitasking. So, I mean, I'm kind of interested to see her skills on some of the challenges. They've got, they've got good hands, you know, flipping glasses around and everything. Uh, that's why I'm not a bartender. Uh, out, Like I said, outgoing, enthusiastic, compares herself to be a mix of players. Amanda, Michelle, Kim, Carolyn from last season she really connects with um she would love to find two people to go all the way to the end with that's her strategy find two people take them to the end that screams randy bruce and we don't do that i do that in orgs where i get two people i'm loyal with and i always get backstabbed at like final five final seven because i want to be happy go lucky and take all my friends to the end and they usually say okay we got to cut you loose so this is a lock for me too she's going to make the merge but she is going to get cut at four, five, six, somewhere like that. She is going to get backstabbed. Usually when you have that mindset of we're just all going to go to the end together. We've worked together this entire game. Yes, it can happen. We saw it last season with the Tika trio in Carolyn Jam Jam and, and, well, it would have been Carson. We kind of saw them go to the end together. <laughs> Once again, they backstabbed kind of Carson. They knew they needed to get Carson out. It doesn't end well for the person who's like, we're just all going to go to the end together. So that's what worries me for her. But I do think she's going to make the merge. Tegwith, where are you at?
2: Um, I'm actually on the opposite side as y'all. Um, I think she's going to go out second. Um, oh, I, think, yeah, I think it's honestly going to be one of those things where she's just on the wrong side. Her alliance, that that really core group that she wants... Um, she's just going to be, that core group is not going to be in the majority. They think they are, but they're not. And I think it's going it, to, I think it's maybe going to burn her a little bit. So I have her going out really early merge. So I have her going out second. Um, not because I don't like love everything that she, I'm like, I work in the hospitality industry. I'm an events manager at a restaurant. I, my boyfriend used to be a bartender. Like I love all of that. And I feel like bartenders, and servers and people like that typically do really well, but it's one of those things where she wants to be super loyal and she wants to stick with these people. And I'm worried that that could be a problem for her in the long run. Like I'm thinking almost like, um, uh, that tribe tribal, a couple seasons ago with Jenny, was it Jenny? Uh, where she gets, uh, yes, out or, completely
0: like, screwed. Yeah. You know what
2: I mean? Where it was like a bunch 42, of loyal yeah. to one person and then that one, then there was one person who was like, you know what? I, I can't do this anymore. And he, you know, throws somebody oh, else on yeah. the bus. So I'm worried it could be something like that. That could, that could be, you know, an issue with her going on. So that's why I have her going out that early.
0: We have 14 minutes to get through two more. We are down to the final two uh these are always long episodes because we have so many people to get through so next up we have sean edwards 35 years old even though he does not look i need whatever he's eating he does not look 35 whatsoever uh his hometown he was born lawrence new jersey he now lives in provo oram utah he is a school principal uh three words to describe you although technically it's more it, it says three words and he said connection seeker ambitiously minded and magnetic energy Mm, i'm not a mathematician but the principal gave us six words instead of three words (laughs) technically i guess you could say five if you count the hyphenated um so all right let me go to abraham first for sean i will say philip said "Ooh, jenny is a great comparison uh bruce right away you got this bruce is Chilling with us today. I love love Bruce. that. I need to. I'm going to change my pick just because he stayed here the entire time. Abraham, what do we think about Sean? Uh, you know,
1: somebody got to be the first one out. <laughs> Sean is my Sean is my first boot out. Um, oh, somebody got to be. I mean, everybody got. Somebody got to be the first boot out. I know he comes from a, uh, a a teaching background, dealing with kids, things of that nature. He has a lot going on, but I'm like. Sometimes it's about who. How do you fit in, and do you fit into that tribe quick enough? And for me, I'm like, does he? Will he fit in quick enough? It's not saying he won't. He may win the game of Survivor. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm just saying. Eh, <laughs> I look at his videos, and I'm just like, eh, it's okay. So I'm putting Sean at pre-merge. I'm not gonna put him at the first boot out, but I don't think he's gonna make it past merger. I don't think it's gonna make it past merge. I just don't. It's looking at and again. We look at the videos, and we look at. The we read the thing and I'm like, great story. He has a great background story. Um, His older sister having autism. Everything else is there. It's just that can you get to the game of Survivor and be a part of that environment and use everything that you have to win? I just don't. I don't know how Sean is going to do. So I'm, I'm going to put him at. He's going to be out before pre-merge. He's going to be just, on second boot.
0: A second boot. I can just tell by Tego's reaction. She does not agree whatsoever. No,
2: I am. I am the other side. So when I was deciding my winner pick, I was going between Caleb and Sean. I really feel like Sean has a lot going for him in his like background that I feel like he can roll with the punches like one of the things like he says he's the first openly gay um principal in his school district the other thing is uh his older sister Elaine has autism is (laughs) nonverbal, aggressive and self-injurious and cannot live independently and he says although she faces uh, more challenges every day than other people she smiles laughs and gets through it I hope one day to have an ounce of her bravery like that I feel like you know having that kind of in your background you know I think he says he had to work through some like religious trauma so he knows how to He knows how to connect other people on that kind of a level. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things going for him. So I had hit, I have him coming in 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 third, uh, because I, I, I ended up going with Caleb as the winner. I have him coming in third. I think that he, I don't know. I think one of the, another things he says is, uh, he thinks his social game is going to be the thing that really pulls him through. And the last little bit, which you always have to have as a Survivor player, he says, I'm ready to claim the million. Now he's ready to claim it Now. I think that, you know, he's going to go far. So he's, he's coming in third place for me.
0: Book that check. I love the confidence I do. He identifies a lot like Zeke Smith being a member of the LGBTQ community. Um, He loves the adversity that Zeke had to face and how he handled it. Um, But he feels like he'll play like Todd Herzog and Saree Fields. And we had someone in the chat. His story is similar to Todd's Todd 2.0. We'll have to get Todd on the show sometime to see how he feels about that. But I I like Sean. I do. I think he's going to make a merge, and I agree, with. I think he's going to go very far. I had him at one point top three. Then I was like, oh, I could see him losing that fire. Like, he just has an incredible story. In my mind, a lot of times I like to try to play out the season. And in my mind, I was just sitting there like, I could see it now, him losing that fire. I could see myself at the Bryson Wynn Presents finale in Los Angeles, Mm. and I see him lose fire. And then everyone is so sad because he's got such a beautiful story. I can Mm -hmm. see it now. He's probably my pick for losing that fire. Um, We got one more to go here. So let's go. The 18th person. So uh, Sabia Broderick, she is 28 years old from Locust Grove, uh, Georgia, but now she resides in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Ah, you thought I was going to say Florida. No, Jacksonville, North Carolina. She is a truck driver. Three words to describe her, resilient, vibrant, and proud. Tag with in the off in the off chance, we lose you here. Go mm. ahead and start us off with Savia.
2: First off, her outfit, best outfit, period. 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 Uh, she <laughs> looks absolutely freaking fantastic. Um, I have her middle of the road. Like I I think that she could make merge. I think she could go, you know, I think she's one of those players that it really, as most as it most does, I've said it a thousand times depends on the tribe. Right. Um, I have her coming in 13th. Oh wait. Yeah. So I have her coming in like late merge. So I think I'm technically, she's coming in 13th going out sixth. No other way around coming in sixth. (laughs) No, I don't remember my numbers. She's middle of the road, like six ish area. Uh, but I could see her going pre or post merge. None of that made sense. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry.
0: I love it. Now, it, you went the entire episode before losing your your numbers. You did really good. Abraham, what do you think you about Zabia? Is she That's your all. winner pick? Because I don't think you've said your winner pick yet.
1: Well, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that down as X-Factor, uh, Ted, because you really didn't give an answer for that one. It was, it was full support on both sides, merge, pre-merge. Um, yeah. I great personality. Uh, she comes from a military background as well. She served time in the Marine Corps as well. So I think she has the right balance. And as a truck driver, you you, you got to have some of that. Al- she can sit in her own aloneness. Because at the end of the day, there are some times in Survivor when you're just feeling like you're totally alone. And I think she's going to be able to balance that out. I, I, it's, everything comes down, and I think, can she balance the game of Survivor? Uh, she has a great story in the background. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, can she balance it? She's definitely going to make it past the merge. But I think this is going to come down again to – what tribe do you land on? I think how far she goes in the first part of the game is going to be determining what what particular tribe you land on. But if she makes it past merge, she's in my top five.
0: Wait, so who's your winner, Abraham? Did you ever say your winner? Did I forget about it already in this two-hour video?
1: Man, you know who my winner pick is. We play.
0: Who's your winner? Who's your winner pick?
1: Bruce is Bruce. my winner. Pick. Yeah,
0: yeah, that makes that makes sense. who my winner uh, pick? She did spend four years in the Marines. She did say when they asked her who you compare yourself to, this is a great answer. I've already stated. I don't think you should compare yourself to the greats like Tony and Sandra and Suri, but she says, I hope I can carry the legacy Suri left behind. That is a perfect way to put it. Um, That's terrific answer. I hope she does well. I have her going pre-merge. I have her kind of that Jenny situation you were talking about, Teg, with where someone always gets screwed and it's not their fault whatsoever. I think that's going to be Sabia here. I think she gets screwed and it's not her fault. I could see her being the third or fourth one out. Um, but I hope she goes farther. And, yes, yeah, she's rocking the outfits. By the way, I'll make this announcement here. We have a whole new team of podcasters for this season doing a whole new show called Got Something For You. It plays off of Jeff Probst, uh his old saying, hey, I got something for you, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a whole new show. Am I, am I still here? Connection's kind of bugging out. Uh, it's it's called good. Got Something For You. And their first episode, one of their first episodes, they are going to review everybody's marooning outfits. And they're just going to say, how they look, how well they would work on the island. Well, you're thinking if they do that, they need someone who's been out on the island experience. Uh, They're going to have Claire from season 44 coming on and breaking down everybody's (laughs) outfits. This is going to be, if you guys have never met Claire, Claire, this this is going to be such an entertaining episode. You got most of that. Um, but yes, uh, he says, got nothing for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a play (laughs) on words for that, but this is, I got, got something for you because we're actually going to be producing some content. So it's a play on words. So there you go. Our winner picks are out there. So Tegwith and I say, Caleb is going to win. I am so sorry for you, Caleb. I am. That is like a double whammy. Abraham is backing his boy, Bruce to come back and take home the crown and show everyone what should have happened on Survivor 44. We are just a little over 2 weeks away. Don't forget that the episodes this season an hour and a half long. There's an interview Tyson had an interview with an executive producer who believes that they use that extra half hour in a great way and it's going to feel more like classic Survivor. So excited about that. Once more pay attention to our social media at Survivor Now podcast on Instagram and TikTok at SurvivorNow on X, or at Pod, sorry, on X, as we will give you more information on how to get into this fantasy game where you can win a cameo from your favorite player this season or you can win a custom pop from Todd Herzog. Mm. All this is free. You're not paying for it. You're getting a free pop, a free cameo. You're going to want in this fantasy competition. We have a lot more news coming out as the season gets closer. Like I said, a little over two weeks away. That is insane. Thank you guys for hanging with us. If you enjoyed this, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends. Go check us out on Spotify. You can check us out. It's now called Reality Now on Spotify as we cover more than Survivor. You can check out all of our Big Brother coverage. Uh, Abraham and I are going to be doing an amazing race cast assessment later on today, I believe. So stay tuned for that. If it does change time, we'll let you know. Um, But as always, thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you guys next time as we get ready for Survivor 45.
1: Survivor 45.